0: Welcome to Machine Learning. So today I would like to talk about support vector machines. They're basically looking at kind of like uh, K-nearest. They're looking to see how far away the uh, feature point is from the mean. And from that you can kind of get the your groupings. Um, so let's say you're looking at uh, college admission. So you're looking at uh, college admission for graduate students. And uh, looking at uh, maybe their GPA and and uh, their uh, uh, graduate review examination, the GRE. And uh, based on those scores. You're trying to predict whether or not the individual was admitted into into college, and uh, and so um, the uh, if you use the support vector machine, uh, you can you can have the kernel can be either. Uh, it can be either uh, uh, linear or poly, polynomial. And then also from that you can uh, uh, set the, your learning rate and with the uh, variable C. And also, you can use min-max scalar or standard scaler to normalize your data. But even with all that, I, I, don't, I could not get the support vector machine to uh, an accuracy above 61%. And so what that leads me to believe is that there's a problem in the data that the data set <clears throat> is a little tricky. But there must be some outliers or some conditions where people got into graduate school without having the ex- uh, expected uh, GPA or, or GRE. So maybe they, maybe they were geniuses, um, but they had very low GPA scores and going through college. Um, But they had a very high GRE, and so they're allowed in. Maybe they had a really high GPA, but very low GRE score. So There's these possibilities where you have uh, these two cases. So I was thinking, well, what I need to do is analyze that, just see which ones have... Uh, fit those those conditions. So maybe what I do is take the the mean GRE, and then also take the mean, uh, or maybe maybe median would be the better one in this case. Take the median because I'm looking for kind of these outlier conditions where you have where their their GPA is uh different from the GRE or the GRE is uh different from the the GPA depending on what you're looking at and maybe those are maybe those are uh cases that you want to exclude from your data sets when you're trying to make your prediction because they they fit a different type of grouping they're kind of like this outlier grouping they're they're they don't fit the normal behavior because is it normal behavior for someone with a low GPA, uh, you know, didn't excel in college, in, in their undergraduate work, to go to graduate school, and then, uh, you know, pass and get the more advanced degree. And um, it, it maybe not maybe it's not usual, but it could be possible. <clears throat> so when I'm looking at the academics and I'm thinking about it that way, I'm, I'm uh, 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 led to believe that maybe there's, there's some weakness in, in that aspect. So I'm going to take a look at that data that way. But there's a lot of fascination with support vector machine. And it's very difficult to set up. Support vector machine ha- usually assumes that you have a linear model and uh, and then based on that linear model that uh, you have distinct distinct groups that you can uh, bring things together on so um, and then you want to also study, for overfitting uh, and then there's you know different there could be some different indicators that overfitting's occurring and so that that might be something to analyze also for overfitting uh, of your data. <laughs> what overfitting means is that your, your training data performs very accurately. But your uh, your general production model performs poorly. So the inefficiency—it's kind of like a race car. You 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 know, in your early tuning stages, it, it looks good, but when you get out on the racetrack, it it doesn't perform well. <clears throat> You know, it's it's interesting because if you you look at the idea that academics is about liberal arts or critical thinking and not necessarily about job uh, placement, then you can see a place in the world for vocational training where uh, people are coming to the university to learn how to gain a vocation where they can make uh, a living. So, in the past, it's been things that, uh, uh, you know, not to say that vocational training is dumb, but it, it, it's, uh, it had a different focus. And so the focus was on things like uh, uh, maybe drafting was vocational, uh, Engine working with the machines, lathing, drilling, cutting, uh, working with engines. But then you could do things that were also required uh, uh, interaction with the community. Things like firefighting, uh, police enforcement, cooking. You know different things that did require knowledge of uh, of systems but didn't require advanced mathematics or necessarily abstract thinking it was more procedural and so you could memorize the procedures and then you would and also maybe some of the theories and then apply that your profession. So like, if you were a cook, you could, uh, you know, color texture, and then you, you have your choice of ingredients and then you memorize certain recipes that might be popular and working for a food impression, uh, both taste, texture, color, and experience. Maybe with law enforcement, you need to know the uh, law codes. Okay, so in that sense, uh, what, then what was the distinction then between the liberal arts? Well, liberal arts were study of humanity, uh, communication, writing, mathematics, logic, philosophy, sciences, uh, study of uh, maybe astronomy. history things of that nature where you know those are uh, that part of the core you're building a foundation for being uh, a philosopher a critical thinker an abstract thinker uh, being able to read uh, publications understanding the scientific notation understanding the mathematical notation if someone talks to you about vectors, you understand uh, what a vector is. Does that mean someone who's in a vocational trade cannot learn the same, technolo- or same terminology? Absolutely not. Uh, in fact, what I would advocate is that vocational is more of an, a practical application of the sciences, the mathematics, the philosophy. You're boiling it down into something that is useful that a person can learn and do and make and make a living at. So, you know, for example, with with SQL, SQL has many different forms. Uh, you have joins, you have functions, you have uh, function tables, um, you have you have schemas, and it's quite a large. Build a study and how would you boil that down? So someone could get a job in that area. Well, you're going to need to look at the key tasks that they're going to need to be able to do, which are, um, aggregations, uh, how to, how to do different, uh, mergings, joins, left join, right join, uh, cross apply, outer apply. Inner apply, uh, subquery, updating, deleting, inserting, CRUD—you know, create, read, update, and delete—and even that is just touching the surface of what the SQL can do. You're, you can have, uh, you know, with uh, data engineering, you're going to do extract, transform, load. And you're going to use tools. So then the vocation would be how to use tools to perform specific types of tasks that you're going to see every day. And so when your boss says, I need this data extracted and loaded into the staging tables, you know how to use your tools. Now, could you write it in PowerShell? Absolutely. So you could, you could run your extraction, transform and load. Using PowerShell, and uh, then have a SQL Agent that kicks off the PowerShell. So the you know uh, instead of just using tools where no programming is required, you may elect to use uh, languages, and where programming is required, and then get a higher degree of uh, robustness and control because you're working within the language to do the transformations. And it it may be that uh, you also, you know, have your goal is maybe to be more Pythonic in your code. And so uh, you're working with things that, functions that can do a lot of uh, transformation with very little code, things like map or uh, apply, where you use lambdas, or assign, where you you're creating a column in your data frame, and and you make you you'll choose whether or not your transformations are going to be in the data frame. If it's if it's uh, small enough data, you can use data frames. If it gets really large, you're going to have to use uh, data frames and and uh, get chunk what you're reading in the data and uh, process uh, blocks of data at a time. And uh, so at that point then maybe what you are thinking well, I'd rather just do everything in SQL, the structured query language, and then you could write cursors and uh, you could do processing uh the cursor one row at a time, or you could do batches and, and do blocks of records at a time, and so efficiency again could be the determiner, uh, determinant factor for the, your approach. Now, um, so then you, you go back to these professions of you know proficiencies of what people could do. So. You know in the past maybe if you had a welder they did you know different types of welds but they could do it very well and they you know and uh, and uh, now you take that type of mentality and you're moving it into data analytics so how do you translate that so that the masses can get value from the courses that you're providing and so you have to build a common framework and a way for them to practice and learn, and uh, and uh, a resource to follow. And then, and, and the question then you would have to say is, you know, you, there's going to be people that have no knowledge at all that are coming into this new terminology, and then you're going to have people who uh, already have degrees, and they have know how to learn quickly and they will have uh, but they want to know how to uh, utilize the tool sets and so th- I think you'll have that group of people that uh, will also need uh, to be trained on so then you'd, you'd be training on uh, usage of tools like uh, uh, Jupiter Notes, PyCharm uh, other types of uh, Libraries, maybe even uh, Q uh, for for mobile, and uh, and so trying to get to that level where you're you're uh, leveraging and creating innovative solutions is the goal.